What's going on, everybody? It's this guy, the big guy, Caesar, Caesar Flores. What's going on? Hello to uh, to everybody out there who's listening to to this show. All my boys and girls in the United States of America, and it's uh, it's actually been it's been something that I just came into contact with uh there's people listening to this show in germany france and new zealand so what's going on to to all you guys and girls out there what's going on how you doing remember that's the most important question is how are you doing if you're not doing good it's okay it's gonna pass don't worry about it. You know, not to toot my own horn, but if I'm the thing that brings all of us together, then so be it. I'll I'll take that responsibility. I'll take that responsibility right by the horns and do my best to make you laugh and cry and uh, hopefully make you feel like getting up and, and doing something. So let me ask you a question. And you don't have to answer out loud. Just think about it. But how many people, show of hands, show of hands, how many people have heard the saying, slow is smooth and smooth is fast? All right. Thanks, everybody. You can put your hands down now. I first heard that term. In Coach B's garage, like I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this show have, because they're all my close friends. Um, but that's where I first came in touch with the term slow, smooth, smooth, fast. You know, I heard it from Coach B, I heard it from Sage, I heard it from Ray, I heard it from all the coaches and athletes that went up there who have you know, heard that at that gym or somewhere else. And to my knowledge, I thought that it was something that, that coach B had coined. I thought he came up with it because, you know, he's like really smart and I thought he coined it and talked about it. And I thought that, you know, that was a coaching point that he came up with on his own. Um, but you know, every, everybody learns something from somewhere else, you know, even if it's all a culmination of, other thoughts that you learn uh it actually kind of it's a it's a military term and that's something that sage had actually let me know because i approached her with it like hey you guys coined this term right she was like absolutely not it's a military term uh and she was kind of heartbroken that uh that i didn't just straight up do the podcast without any preparation into into what we were going to talk about She's like, that would be, that would have been hilarious and social suicide at the same time. So I've been kind of studying and reading up on it, uh, what it means and, and where it comes from. And it's, uh, it's kind of, it's, I'm not a hundred percent sure where it's, uh, origin lays. It is definitely a mix of, it definitely comes from, <clears throat> 
it, it, it definitely is a military term. Uh, I, I've kind of, it's kind of split between, uh, Marines and then Navy SEALs. So, you know, if anybody out there knows where it actually came from, please let me know. I would love to be a more healthy and well-rounded individual if I know where it, where it came from, where it stems from. Um, essentially what the term means, you know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. It's when I first heard it. When I first heard it up at Coach B's house, obviously, you know, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. What what does that mean? Well, you think about it, you know, it, it's it's one of those. It's like a it's like a paradox where if something is slow, how could it end up being fast? You know, and then you have the the two in the middle, smooth, the two smooths, trying to be smooth with it. It's if if you don't if you don't sit and think about it and try to break it down yeah you you kind of just roll you kind of just roll over it and and if you don't mull over it for a second it's you kind of just it's not one of those things that really resonates but it does mean quite a bit essentially essentially what it means is if you're going to if you're going fast, if you're going fast in the beginning and you're also being reckless at the same time, there is a chance that that could be fatal. And in a military setting, you know, in a military setting, and I don't know from experience, but in a military setting, I can't imagine not being, not moving, well, moving with no purpose of mind, not moving deliberately. Yeah, that could be the difference between life or death. So if you if you're being reckless, if you're not being smart, if you're not moving as comfortable as you can, that's that's not a good thing if you're, you know, if your life depends on it. Moving deliberately, you know, if you move deliberately, you end up reducing the amount of risk that you can create for yourself by moving recklessly and with no real direction. If you do move deliberately, you, you, you will be able to, in the long run, move as fast as you can comfortably go because there is a difference between moving comfortably as fast as you can and being rushed, you know, being rushed. If you're being rushed, the difference between being rushed and going full speed at something, you know, being rushed, you're going to be stumbling and moving around. You know, you're just moving and falling and tripping all over the place. And you think about it in a weightlifting term. If you're trying to rush through your training, you're trying to rush through these movements, rush through something that you aren't 100% sure with. You know, this is the first time you've done, you, you've done something. You don't have any real fundamentals to it. You know, those movements, those quick movements... It's not going to be efficient. You're not going to be efficient at the end. But the goal is to go as fast as you can comfortably. So, again, starting off slow is smooth. We're slowly and deliberately going to focus on the steps that we have to take. And that's that's real with everything. If you don't, if you don't move deliberately towards a certain goal that you have 
whether you're an athlete, whether you're in the military, whether you have a small business you're trying to start, you know, you're you're an artist, you're a filmmaker, you're a producer, anybody, anybody that has a certain direction that they want to go, <clears throat> obviously you're going to crawl before you walk. And then you're going to walk before you run. And then you're going to run before you snatch 400 kilos. You're going to move. You're going to move slowly and deliberately. If you're precise and you're accurate, you'll get the desired results that you want. And when you train yourself to relax, you train to relax your whole body, you know, you, you perform these steps with precision, you, you train to focus, you train to develop, you know, a, a certain type of muscle memory with everything that you do. When you're relaxed and when you're calm, that's when you'll be able to move as, as fast as you can comfortably. So it's being patient, being patient and, you know, I have, I have teammates and I have, I have one teammate in particular who not gonna, not gonna name, not gonna name any names. Um, but I have one teammate in particular who has a very rough time with, with, I think accepting the fact that time is time is is definitely something that's going to go by slowly in a process where you can't force your own development. You can't force it. You can't you can't expect to come right off the couch and and you know, come run off the couch and expect to be, let's say, let's say some dude sitting on the, sitting on the couch at home wants to be, is watching, watching Rocky, you know, he's watching Rocky. He's like, I could do that. I want to do that. How do I do that? You know? And then he sees Rocky's training montage. You know, he sees, he sees Rocky sparring. He sees Rocky doing all the bag work, going as fast as he can, as hard as he can. Training with with Mickey or Apollo or <laughs> heaven forbid Rocky Four, where he's outside in the Siberian wilderness running up fucking mountains, you know. But let's say this that's what this guy sees. He's like, okay, I'm just I'm gonna be a boxer. So this dude gets up, right? He starts working out. He, he sets his alarm immediately after that. He sets his alarm for 4 a.m. Next morning, he's kind of jazzed about it. Like he woke up at 4 a.m. He goes to his fridge. You know, he cracks open like three or four eggs raw and he drinks them. Then he goes for a run. He goes for a run. It's freezing cold outside. He didn't account for that. You know, he's like, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. 10 miles, you know, but he only runs one, one and a half. Now he's discouraged. He's like, okay, couldn't do that. 
couldn't run. I couldn't. I couldn't run to all ten miles. I run. I, I ran a ten percent of them. And now he's, you know, now he's going back to the gym, and he's trying to do, you know, his jump rope workout. So he, Rocky's really good at jump rope. Apollo's really good at jump rope. So now this guy who hasn't jump rope since kindergarten, he's trying to jump rope as hard as he can, double unders, all that jazz. And this this guy keeps just keeps hitting his foot, just hitting his feet, and and now he's just getting progressively more and more upset about the fact that he can't do it. And then to top it all off, when he goes to try to hit the speed bag, because you know speed bag is accuracy and precision and 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 being able to move as fast as you can comfortably go in a in a short amount of time, you know that's a skill that you develop. And now he's trying to and he can't do it at all. This is day one. How long can he keep that up? How long can he keep giving it his all? In his mind, physically, you know, maybe not. But but how long could he keep going before he, he burns out? Not that long. I don't know anybody who can do that. So tying back into in my, in my, with my teammate who, who has that issue, I've definitely seen it, and all my teammates are women, so I'm going to refer to her as her, but I definitely see it in her where there are times where she's burnt out. There are times when her and I have had conversations where she doesn't want to do it anymore. And, you know, and, and I see her busting her ass and working super hard to, to, to be better, to be as best as she possibly can. But in, in my head, I just think she's doing too much. Like she's, you know, she's waking up, she's doing two days, she's working, she's, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. All these extra workouts that don't need to happen that, you know, tire her out and burn her out. And when, when there's no improvement, you know, the, at some point, at some point it's going to get really hard to continue. So if there's anything that I can say to, to her and, and I try my best, it's, yeah, you have to understand that you can't, you can't force your own development. It, it has to come gradually. You facilitate your own development, but you have to learn how to crawl before you can walk. And again, you have to walk before you can run. Then you have to run before you can, before you can be a, a, a world team member. There's a lot of things that go into it, but if, if you, if you don't, if you don't deliberately take the time from the start to to slow everything down so you're not a stumbling mess and understand that when you look at the professional in your field and the professional in whatever it is that you love to do you look at them you know you take example like like a baseball player uh, like a baseball player uh, um it was something I saw on Twitter a couple weeks ago. It was just some some kid who was throwing like 97, 98 miles per hour. This kid looks like he's soft tossing a wiffle ball. Like like his body, his mechanics, it just looks like he's not even trying hard. This dude's throwing so fast. And it's 
it looks so easy. It looks so easy for that person. And we all have that person where you look at, you know, why is it so easy for them? Why does it look so easy for them? For my weightlifters out there, you look at someone like Lasha. And I think very recently there was a video that came out of him snatching 210 kilos uh, in the back room, like training hall before the uh, European championship. It, it He makes it look effortless. He makes it look effortless. And that didn't come overnight. Not at all. There's no way that came overnight. You look at, you know, filmmakers like Steven Spielberg or <laughs> not J.J. <J>. Abrams. <laughs> you look at people like Steven Spielberg or Marty Scorsese or those guys where it's their their knack and their talent for for film didn't come overnight. Yes, they may have been talented, but you have to really think about where where they had to start in order to to get to where they wanted to be. <laughs> and it truthfully is because of the the focus on how consistent they were with their vision and what it is that they wanted, how efficient they were in in that movement, eliminating any anything that was going to slow them down in a negative way. You can slow down. You can slow down to make sure that it's accurate and deliberate. And they also focus on the precision. All those things tied in. If you focus on those those three micro actions, you know, the consistency, the efficiency, and the precision. If you focus on those micro ideas and those micro those micro what are they? Micro values. Over time, they're going to improve that macro. They will make sure that that macro action, that, has, that, that, that moment where you have to go as fast as you have to go, you can go as fast as you can comfortably go, and there's nothing that you have to worry about. Because you've already done the work behind it. To tie in with, with forcing your own development, um, and and sometimes burning out. There's there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who, and it, it comes at different stages in their life. And I think this might tie this might tie into a little bit more of the the people who are a little bit older and it's not a shot at them but it it might tie into somebody who's a little bit older because that saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks it's not true it's no one really wants to take the time to teach an old dog a new trick because it's going to take for fucking ever but it's a it's a saying that i heard from earl nightingale and it was never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. Because the time will pass anyway. So whoever's out there right now listening and needs that kick in the ass, that's your kick in the ass. If you have a dream, if you have a dream, if you have a passion, if you want to start something, 
you know, you're sitting there with, you know, with your career job that you're not satisfied in, you know, you have responsibilities and, and you don't have the, you don't have the, the time or you, you just can't take the time to learn something new or, or dedicate to this, that time's going to go by anyway. It's, it's, it's going to wash away, wash away. And there's nothing that you can do about it. It's like, like tears in the rain. All those moments like tears in the rain. Oh, wait. Nope. It's all those moments like teardrops in the rain. All that stuff is going to go by anyway. So why not take, why not take a chance to accomplish it? If you have a dream, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something about it. What is it? A dream, a dream without a, a plan. A dream without a plan. No, no, no. A goal without a plan is just a dream. That's what it is. A goal without a plan is just a dream. Move slowly and deliberately toward that dream. Work on those small micro movements and micro values. That consistency, efficiency, and precision when it comes down to your dream. And at the end of the day, down the road sometime, because you have to understand that it is going to take some time to get to it whether you did it or not you're going to be 2, 3, 10 15, 20 100 years older, doesn't matter doesn't matter you want to be that person that eventually someone's going to look at and say wow, it's so easy for them how do they make it look so easy that's freaking ridiculous. How do they do that? And you're going to be able to tell them that on Thursday, April 11th, 2019, I listened to the thousand ways to say the same thing podcast by Cesar Flores. And he said something to me that really got me fired up. And it was that giving up on a dream is not worth it because regardless of how long it's going to take that time will pass anyway and then you'll 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 you're going to email me down the road when you've achieved it and I'm going to be like that's why I did it for you for you and that's the truth. God's honest truth right there. Practicing at reduced speeds will make you faster when you go full speed. And that's only when you take the time to learn and move and correct it and, and move deliberately. Move. It's not so much as being perfect. Because perfection really isn't a thing. You, you can't really be perfect because something can always be better. 
I like to I like to think that way. It's, I mean, you can't really be perfect because if you are perfect, that means that there's nothing more to work for. There's nothing more to work towards. <laughs> What's the point of that? It's the point of being perfect. You always want something to work towards. That's what happens. If you run out of stuff to work towards, then everything gets boring. I'm very lucky that I'm very lucky that I have uh, I have I, I have a, a support system that doesn't allow me to rush over things and doesn't allow me to skip things because I know about how passionate I am about the things that I do. I am recording this podcast right now at 11:30 at night on Wednesday evening, and there's another you know 40 minutes of editing to do after um you know i'm not gonna get to bed till really late and then i have to work up wake up early tomorrow morning to train and i didn't want to do it i didn't want to do it and that was that was the truth until you know until my dad started talking shit and started saying what about all that you don't you don't have to you get to i was like you know what you're right you're absolutely right I get to. And then after dinner, I, I was sitting down, laying on the couch, um, letting my food digest. Uh, and Bailey was like, what are you doing? Go upstairs and record it. And, you know, you can't beat that. I can't beat that. And I am very grateful and appreciative to them. And I know I understand that. I understand that not everybody has those. Not everybody has somebody there that's willing to tell them or get them off the couch or correct their way of thinking in a direct manner. But here I am. I want to do that for you guys. I want to do that for whoever needs it. So listen, get up right now and go do it. Because if you don't, you're just going to be that much older and it's still not going to be done. Get up now. As I, uh, as I come to a close on this episode, uh, it's a little bit shorter episode, but in preparation for the big, uh, weekend episode, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not talk as much so I can actually talk about some stuff. Uh, this weekend, the episode that's going to come out is going to be uh, my Rocky Balboa episode. That's going to be fun. So tune in for that one. Um, but as I come to a close, and uh, as as you continue on with your Thursday morning, afternoon, or evening, think about this uh, this saying from Vigo Mortensen, better known as Aragorn from from the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's in a lot of other movies too, but I mean, how can you beat those movies? Those things are great. He said one of the best pieces of advice that he ever got was to go slow to go fast. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. We live as though there aren't enough hours in the day 
But if we do each thing carefully, deliberately, and calmly, we will get it done quicker and with much less stress. So those of you keeping track at home in your uh, thousand ways journal, in your, uh, in your thousand ways journal that I know everyone's keeping and writing down their notes in and, and doing what I uh, do when I ask of you um, indirectly. I just think it's fun to write stuff down. That's just me personally. But, you know, take the time, take the time. Earlier we talked about those big three. Earlier this week we talked about the big three. Those big three goals, you know, three, five, seven, nine, whatever. How many ever goals you have that you want to achieve. And writing down what it is that you need to do to get those. And then... And then we talked about how, how much of, how much outside stress you can take and understanding that, you know, in order to achieve those, sometimes you're going to have to ask for bigger, broader shoulders. And then we answered some questions, (laughs) but today in response to the load that you bear and what you want. Write down the things that you think that you have to take a a second and slow down on. Only to you only are you're you're only slowing down because you want to get those as good as they can possibly be, so you can be as good as you can possibly be when you need to perform the best that you can possibly be. It all goes hand in hand. All this stuff goes hand in hand. I swear to God, swear this stuff. I mean. At some point or another, at some point or another, it's it's helped me and, and I just want to share it with everybody. It's writing it down and, and putting it down on, on paper is much more, much more powerful than keeping it in your head. So, yeah, write down the things that you think that you need to take a, to take a minute to slow down through or slow down on to not rush through that way. They don't become an issue later on because remember moving recklessly, moving fast can be fatal. You don't want to rush through life. You don't want to stumble through life. You don't want to stumble through the things that you want to make your life. And remember that you got to do it. If it's your dream, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Uh, it, it takes, it doesn't matter how much time it's going to take to accomplish it because the time's going to go by anyway. So slow it down, slow it down, get it smooth. Once it's smooth, it's going to be fast. And, uh, that's it. That's it for tonight. So I'm going to start editing this and it's going to be out tomorrow for you, for you guys. Uh, thank you for listening i i love you guys love uh love all the all the love that i've been getting from from everybody oh and if you guys could it'd be a huge favor to me if uh if you guys can on you know whatever whatever streaming service you guys have if you guys could leave me some reviews leave me some reviews some five-star reviews on on uh 
on how you enjoy the podcast, what you enjoy about it, that'd be that'd be excellent. That would definitely help me out, and I would I would be very very grateful for for everybody who did that. So I appreciate it. Um, yeah, email me, talk to me. You want my advice? You want my perspective on stuff? I would love to talk to people. I think talking to people is fun. Um. I will be back later on this weekend for that Rocky episode and and we'll be back again on uh, Monday after that. At that point, it would be like four or five weeks. Like I don't know what I say earlier. I think it's like four weeks out from national. So I'm excited. We're moving. We're moving. We're grooving. We're moving slowly and deliberately. And, uh, and we'll get there. Everybody will get there. Remember... You can't force your own development. You can only facilitate it. Uh, okay, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye to all my friends in the U.S., in New Zealand, France, Germany, and uh, wherever wherever you guys are listening from. You guys have a, a great rest of your day, and I will see you or talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>